Hi, everyone. Welcome to a very special episode of Big Story Naturals. Uh, I am Kendall, and I was going to let Cerise introduce themselves. <laughs> oh, shit. You're muted. I muted myself, but <laughs> I'm going to say that that was your fault. Um, okay, so yeah. Silencing by BIPOC individuals right at the beginning. For some of reason, the, Zencaster the does let me just like mute whoever I want, which I think is pretty mm. powerful. Um, yeah, especially like for a today. White, a white woman. And now you're bringing yeah. in white well, men I mean, and, and one other. Yeah. <laughs> you're really like, I don't know, your, your ranks are growing. I feel mm-hmm. outnumbered. Mm-hmm. You know, dressage horse owner, white woman. Um, blonde it's just the the privilege keeps racking up would the men like to introduce themselves and and other people yeah i was saying people but like one person but yeah just me just me i'm stuck in a room with these fucking dudes all day i never get any freedom (laughs) any any release (laughs) sorry it's the truth Mm -hmm. um hey i'm chandran i'm from gorilla radio show I'm yeah. Austin. I'm also from that podcast. Hey, I'm Greg. Um, great to be here. Also from Gorilla Radio Show. And I've got my co-host with me, Freya, the very adorable idiot. Nice. Probably hear her screaming. <laughs> oh my god. Gorilla Radio Show is our favorite podcast that isn't a part of our extended universe. And so we're trying really hard to think about what would be a topic that fits the things that the two of us do and we couldn't come up with anything but we got Not paid by um <laughs> one of our terrible listeners who we hate to um do an episode <laughs> on the omegaverse which i have i've been online for so long and i have been avoiding learning anything about this for the entire time i've been on the internet Keep um, in mind, you, really can, you can make me do anything for $15. Yeah, so I mean, keep in mind, that's, that's where we are. This has been a really active um, avoidance tactic that Cerise has been uh, putting into plan here. Because for the last like two years, our entire Discord server, where all of our friends are, um, has been having Omegaverse summits, has been discussing Omegaverse at length, has been writing scientific papers about Omegaverse. It, it, it was a long-standing tradition uh, to talk to about Omegaverse yeah. from a, an analytical perspective. <laughs> and it's an Omegaverse symposium over there. Yeah, there no, was an Omegaverse actually. symposium, literally. That's not even a joke. Um, so, Gathering like, together yeah, like our, the ancient Greeks server, to discuss the Omegaverse. Our Discord server that you can join if you give us money. Um, and you're you can cool. also participate in these things. Do you guys know anything about that? I'm, I know that Austin does, but do the Omega Bird. Wait, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Why, why is this the assumption? Because you're a, you're a man an of avid the Omega. internet. You're a man of the internet, and you also yeah, you're get online. questions on your Tumblr that I see where people tell you that you're an Omega. So. <laughs> well, okay. To be fair, I didn't know what the Omega Bird was until um uh i was i was sent a message on tumblr that said greg is the alpha to your omega and um i had to have it explained to me on the podcast um in which which greg read like a wattpad explanation of the omega verse for like Like 20 minutes i had to like fast forward through it in the editing of the episode because he he would not stop reading about it 
and he was just very convinced that <laughs> he was just very convinced that he he was something was going to happen between me and him with a knot. So that's, that's all I, I know about, about it. No, I you don't about get the knot agency today. in this, bro. Yeah, that, that's that's true. Do you feel like you are an omega? Do you feel like that was correct? Because we, the rest of us took a quiz to see which one yeah. we were, but you yeah. you get to I guess self assign because you didn't. I don't know. I I was trying to take the quiz in the downtime, and uh, I don't know. I I really appreciated the inclusivity of the um, one of the questions stating you know uh, an individual of your preferred sex is sitting alone at a bar, and so <laughs> it's, it's it's really inclusive. I felt like really welcomed by this, but I did not finish the quiz because. I'm a little scared of what it'll what it's gonna tell Austin, me. Are you trying again? This is like the fifth time to come out to us. It's oh fucking it's okay. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> Austin is just a very an appreciative ally. You know, yeah. he he stands very strongly with the community. I feel like if you're gonna come out you should do it on your own podcast so that you can like maximize At least. the Yeah. Well just like the people have been waiting for it. I don't know. I, it it seems unfair to to do it on a guest episode. Um, yeah, it's it's got to be like a whole like um like theater production. Yeah, we, yeah. we do yeah. know to that make you're it even more of, gay. Uh, you're knotted to the community, you know. Uh, <laughs> no. Okay. no, no, speaking I don't like of, that one. Speaking of coming out, um, did did the rest of you guys take the the quiz? Do you know what um new gender you I did. are? I, I did. I took the I quiz. Absolutely did. my result. What'd you get? <laughs> Okay, I'll start. I uh, I got Gamma, which I had never heard of before. <laughs> the so fucking gamma. Hulk, the Incredible Hulk. But you're a gamma male. I, I'm a Gamma male. Radioactive. One of those TikToks. Now, if you don't know what a Gamma is, which hopefully you don't, um, this website here tells me uh, I'm an introverted and sensitive soul. Uh, I lack. I have many dreams, but I lack the confidence to execute them. I'm a pushover but I want to become stronger. I look up to Sigma males and hope to one day become one, (laughs) but am unlikely to. It may turn (laughs) included in there. (laughs) Unlikely. Sad. Uh, The final little bit here, you probably spend a lot of time online to avoid your sad, everyday life. Um, It's fucking reading you, sis. Damn, I spend no time online. I spend. I try very hard to not be online. What's your sign? I'm an Aquarius. Okay. I don't Sus. think I know enough about Aquariuses to to say if if that lines up. Also, there's not enough. Lines up perfectly. Mm-hmm. You haven't met this guy. Oh. <laughs> that was a long okay. time ago, Greg. Okay. What are you? I'm a Leo. Well, oh. okay, but are you an Alpha? Are you? A... Oh, I got Alpha. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> Both of Do you feel like that's up, accurate? Actually, so. Absolutely. If you've listened to any episodes of our <laughs> podcast, you know I just dominate Austin the entire time. <laughs> okay, so you're not even dominating, you're dominating Austin specifically. I like Chandler. I mean, I mean, you did <laughs> ask him if he was part was of great. the Rebel <laughs> Gang, so... Okay, Kenny, what'd you get? I got Omega. Oh, um, gang's all mm-hmm. here. Yeah, I mean, what it says is that you are submissive in the worker-boss dynamic. You are the worker, and you are okay with that. (laughs) 
you will likely end up being a sub in your relationships and your life is meant to end with you serving your master both at work and at home jesus christ i'm taking this as which is the same thing you would rather others take initiative than do things yourself um you are not ambitious at all and enjoy the quiet and beautiful things in life and you likely make some sort of art i mean i guess a podcast could be considered that you are an easygoing person and like to please others i like that how much they uh, talk about being the worker in this one yeah, um, yeah. it kind of feels you know like you're telling me i'm the proletariat which is which is flattering um i I'm feel like i feel like you could write a whole paper about the omegaverse and capitalism based on that little paragraph alone yeah just the worker boss dynamic i did the quiz okay uh, bottom, bitch. <laughs> no i got i got delta <laughs> <laughs> which is also. coincidentally the same exact thing that fucking Chandran's friend assigned me um, in his fucking Discord server. Uh, what did but, that uh, happen? <laughs> oh, whenever they were going around like fucking assigning uh, the like male archetypes to people, um, I wasn't there, so they just assigned me Delta. <laughs> with like a little nail polish emoji um so but it says here delta mean it says you are a delta you are a hard worker and very goal oriented you'll do whatever it takes to accomplish your goals but you lack assertiveness and charisma you are whatever a little forgettable and often take on more than you can handle you can also be a bit of an attention seeker which can come across as annoying at times you wish to be an alpha male but you lack the people skills Oh, absolutely correct okay. which i mean i i also googled delta male and it's uh one of the google image results was a picture of the joker and it said delta male the male who doesn't forget the past so i think that's <laughs> i think that's cooler and i'm gonna go with that one actually <laughs> and it's true i i remember things all the time oh he just can't stop remembering <laughs> like you literally can't stop me from remembering things austin what's your sign yeah i'm a pisces wow two pisces in the room yeah so the the other pisces i i didn't take this twice literally got this first try um should come as no surprise i'm i'm a sigma um <laughs> it says i'm highly intelligent and i was likely not very popular in school however you were born to succeed in life and are likely very business savvy you are very popular with others but choose not to focus on dating as you are very business oriented you are a mastermind and rise above all others however you still value others and wish to see the people around you rise above as well you may have a bit of an ego issue but for good reason you are your own master and no one else's and i just feel like you know so so true yeah i mean you do always talk about how you feel like the black patrick bateman so i mean i do yeah (laughs) i have to return some videotapes so, I mean, it all it all checks out, you know. Um, mm-hmm. Oh God, yeah. So I feel like he's a Pisces too. He lives in his delusions. We kind of got through a few of the subsets of, um, you know, the Alpha, Beta, Omega hierarchy. Yeah, they um, have those three. They mainly uh, this quiz mainly seems to be about like uh, like men, like Pua pickup universe. Yeah, kind of, this yeah. is pickup artist stuff. Which is what yeah, this is pickup artist I stuff. am. Yeah, which you are. Yes, I mean, take one look at your Instagram DMs, and we'll see that you're a pickup artist. 
Okay. <laughs> All right. So we're going to move on now to, to the episode. Um, what is the Omegaverse? Kendall, do you want to define it? Do you want to tell us what it is? I will. I okay, will. Thank you. So the Omegaverse. I'm not about my Instagram DMs. I'm so sorry. There's a gigantic bug. Oh. I don't even think I got it. It's just gone now. Whatever. Move on. Alpha behavior. That's alpha behavior. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, the the Omegaverse uh, is also known as ABO, and that's A slash B slash O. Um, It is not uh, the, what is sometimes referred to as like a a slur for, I believe, indigenous people in Australia. Oh, thank God you told me that because I was about to say it phonetically. Well, (laughs) we got in trouble for that a while ago. We did get in trouble for that. Uh, um, so, I missed but we, this, but they and didn't I only heard we the first part. <laughs> the ABO slashes. You, do not you, don't say do ABO not... without slashes. Apparently, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> uh-huh. uh, so, but ABO stands for Alpha, Beta, Omega. Um, it's a genre of, of fiction. It originally comes from slash fan fiction, but over time has morphed into a genre of like romance fiction with original characters and original settings. I use original lightly because a lot of these uh, romance fan uh, fictions that get turned into uh, published works um, originally start off as like fan fictions with like the file numbers scratched off. Um, Like instead of Castiel, it says fucking, I don't know, Casper. Um, (laughs) So like within Omegaverse society, um, within like the universe of this like world, um, yeah, society is structured into a hierarchy of alphas, betas, and omegas who have predetermined roles and biologically rooted traits. And the stories typically portray characters from these hierarchies interacting with each other in like romantic and sexual ways. Um, this whole thing so, just sounds kind of racist. Yeah. Oh, we'll, we'll get to that. Oh, we'll <laughs> okay. get to that. I, I have, about, I, like, have quite, I have quite <laughs> a few well, readings comes on this. From like like wolf pack dynamics or like what i think one guy thought was wolf pack dynamics at one point where he was like Mm -hmm. studying wolves in captivity and then Mm -hmm. decided that there is like an alpha wolf and a beta wolf and i i'm not sure if everyone else is omegas or if they they like run through the full alphabet um but it turns out that that was just like wolves in captivity I think yeah. even only in that specific zoo, like it's not even a wolf pack dynamic that's like common he did in captivity. Walk back, yeah. On well, his claims, he did his whole publicly say, "I was to... wrong." Yeah, he's he spent his whole life since then, like trying to like refute it, but it's it's taken over the yeah, culture, and I don't think that anyone is willing to give back alpha wolves. So we just imagine <laughs> imagine being that guy. And like regretting this whole dynamic you've invented, and then seeing a Patrick Bateman Sigma edit on Twitter. <laughs> I feel like opening like TikTok to that guy with a massive jaw is just Sigma male. I think that you have the potential to be that guy for monkeys. You could spread some monkey like yeah, some monkey misinformation. <laughs> yeah, we do it all the time, honestly. <laughs> yeah, no, that's like still very much a thing with like chimpanzees, like every sanctuary zoo has like a one chimp that they call the alpha male and so i don't know i have no idea if it's like i mean i'm sure they all have leaders but i don't know if it's pseudoscience to specifically be calling it that but do they actually have an alpha because i know that with the the wolf thing it turns out that they like they really don't they're like fully a team dynamic and the alpha thing just comes out of like 
them not being in the right environment at all. It's sort of, I mean, they do have, uh, like, a leader, like, a de facto, like, highest-ranking member. Um, but, uh, I'm trying to think. Uh, I mean, they, it's not really alpha in the sense of what people think. Like, they still have to, like, literally go around, like, grooming everyone else, um, like, picking bugs off them and shit to keep them happy. Um, so it's like a leader, but it's not like he's getting like fanned when like fed grapes all day. <laughs> I think Austin has described to us at least three times in our podcast about chimpanzee leaders who get like cannibalized by and mauled to death by their true yeah, because like... they, they're too much of an asshole. <laughs> yeah, so being an alpha doesn't necessarily uh, lead to security, at least nah, in, the, it comes with in risks, the chimpanzee you know? world. Heavy yeah. lies the crown. But... <laughs> there are some submissive ass chimps though, like uh, like you. No, no, not no. I mean, I've I've told this story before, but I I will never neglect an opportunity to bring it up again. There is this chimp at the sanctuary I worked at that they called the Twink, because um, uh, he was he was very small in stature and he would just like suck everyone's dick like he was like constantly. five four. He had long blonde hair. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Um... No, yeah, circle yeah. rim glasses. <laughs> dirty, dirty yeah, bedroom. Yeah, he, yeah. yeah, it looked exactly like that. Also, my bedroom's not dirty. Okay. <laughs> my camera isn't on, though, but I'm... I'm... <laughs> turn it on. Turn it on. Turn <laughs> I'm on. not turning on the, I'm not turning <laughs> on the camera. <laughs> Fucking scared. Okay, so in the Omegaverse, like, everyone gets a second gender, and it's like their second gender is based on these, like, wolf pack dynamics, so you either get to be alpha, beta, or omega in addition to being male or female. I looked to see if there's non-binaries in the Omegaverse, and there are not. Uh, yeah, there are not in any of, like, that... the, the mainstream fan fictions that I could find, so they, they don't know what to do with them. And I feel like that's more evidence that I'm a sigma male because it yeah. seems like being being um, a they them in the Omegaverse is the same thing. What's weird is that out. the the timeline for when you get assigned the second gender is really uh, depends on the fic. Some people think it happens during puberty, um, and some people seem to think it happens due to like that like you can find out early in advance due to testing drones when the baby is born. Um, all of this just sounds like the most dystopic Gattaca ass land um universe that i've ever heard of <laughs> does it I involve don't... calipers well, in yeah, one of the, I... the um wikis that i was reading about the like way that you can tell which gender a child is going to be they're like if you give a three-year-old a doll and they just like growl and like get upset <laughs> if you like try try to take it away like they're an alpha but if they like pretend to be a parent to it then they're an omega um, and if they, I don't know, I guess, like, don't care, then they're a beta, which is the, the funny thing about the, um, like, Omegaverse is that they have betas in here, but it really does seem to be all about the alphas and the omegas. The betas are kind of just hanging out. Yeah, they seem like they're just kind of there. Because, like, the traits for alphas are, like, like, they're dominant, they're leaders, like, they have, like, biologically rooted, like, personality traits like they have short tempers and then they also have like physical tra traits like the male alphas have a lot of testosterone and they all have big dicks and mm -hmm. i think their dicks all have like a knot at the end i was trying to understand yeah, what the knot does yeah. but i didn't oh, okay wanna... so so oh no yeah greg knows all about this so right. physiologically like um 
cats and dogs and shit that walks on four legs. They have a regular dick, but in their dick, when they're when they're going at it, the people see this when you post your episodes. Do they see me doing this? No, they don't have to. Would you not include this? Okay. Well, no, no, they can. can. It's a good. We can make a fan <laughs> cam of you doing so, that. So, so once the male, once the male does the penetration, okay, the mm -hmm. end of their dick fills up with blood like a regular erection, except this time it expands a lot, and it essentially locks you in to the vagina. So you cannot. They can't. There is no pulling out. Um, okay. So essentially, okay. it's like a genetic, or it's like a. Yeah, it's a genetic thing to ensure the survival of the species because nothing gets dropped on the ground. Okay, okay. So uh -huh. only yeah, the, yeah. Okay. No spillage. So the only the alphas get to have a knot. I was really confused. I was reading that it was that it like locks inside, so I think mm -hmm. that makes a little bit more sense because I was like, in, inside what? Um. <laughs> <laughs> now you know. Orifices, you know. Yeah. Holes. Uh, um. Yeah. And then, okay, the female alphas, like, I guess they also have all of these, like, aggro traits, and they usually can't get pregnant. And then according to ABO Dynamics Life on Tumblr.com, the alphas, uh, or the female alphas can impregnate. Where the alpha female's clitoris is, once she gets aroused, there is a retractable penis there instead. Um, Hell yeah. Oh, that I'm, rocks! Like, yeah. <laughs> I don't know what it's like. Retract, like it retracts back into being a clitoris when she's done using it, um, and then, yeah, it says since she has a very small chance of actually conceiving a child, her womb would be smaller or not even there. And that was when I learned that whoever is in charge of creating these like gender dynamics really has not spent any time in a sex ed class because um, it was also saying that like the male omega's uterus that they have, like it, it expands when they're in heat to make it easier for them to get pregnant. So I think that they think that like the bigger your uterus is, the more likely it is that you can become pregnant, but that's not, like that's, that's not, not even where the eggs are getting fertilized, so. It's, it's like a water balloon Stop. getting filled up to my understanding. Yeah. Pause. <laughs> That's not where eggs get fertilized. No. They what? The eggs. The eggs get. Where fertilized. do they get fertilized? <laughs> Let me Google this. But is it in the fallopian tubes? Yeah. Let's see. Where is? I learned what those are very recently. Egg... Oh wait, no. I... I think they don't they get fertilized yeah, in uterus yeah, because the if they're in the fallopian tubes, that's a bad thing, and the that's baby. Yeah. yeah. Fertilization yeah. takes place in a fallopian tube that links the yeah, ovary to the uterus. Down. So then it goes up in there, okay. or it goes down. I'm not... Yeah. Yeah. Whichever way. Yeah, down. That's crazy, man. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, it doesn't it'll... matter how big the uterus is, because it's going to grow once it's got a fetus in there, but they don't know that. Yeah. And they also put the uterus in the butt for <laughs> the male omegas. Go yeah, there's you have a kind of a lot uterus. of, I feel like, unintentional body horror in oh. <laughs> uh, Mega <It's> intentional. <laughs> like, it feels intentional so to much... me. <laughs> yeah, you know, just like the, the mind I... flayer worm penis. You know? <laughs> to me, well, the, like, the retractable I, I think... penis is very confusing to me. Because... No, it's like a dog's dick. Or a duck. They're in like a sheath. Wait, <laughs> <laughs> a duck just like it's coiled up and springs out, you know? That too. Boing. Could be that. I don't want to smoke, I just want to smoke. I don't want to smoke, I just want to smoke.
Yeah. I mean, I kind of get it. I also feel like this reads is like, it's a bit chasery to me. Um, oh, I don't really yeah. know how else. I mean, yeah, like, I think that the, the, like, we'll get into it, I guess, at some point, but there's not a lot of, like, female alphas in Omegaverse fanfic anyway. And no. I think a lot of the time, like, when they are portrayed, like, they are very much, like, trans woman coded in a yeah. way that is not fun. It um, is derogatory. Yeah. In the majority of this fanfic, because God knows I refuse to even find a link where it is, yeah. is is all of the Alpha Omega um, fucking, is is it mostly gay? Yeah. Yes. So we, that we is, are like, we have some that, stats, <laughs> but it's, okay. it's mostly male-male, and that's because of, I guess, like, where it comes from, but the, yes. so the thing that the the abo dynamics life says about betas is that they're they're the normal everyday guy they can still breed with other betas but they can't breed with omegas i don't really understand why um or get them pregnant um so male and female betas they like can only reproduce with each other but then i guess sometimes a female alpha and a female beta would be able to reproduce it seems like if you live in this world you would want to be a beta because then you don't have to deal with the the nodding and the heat cycles and i, I don't know why they're all calling like getting pregnant breeding yeah it seems like that's just like <laughs> are if they you want to have a drama free life you want to be a beta so they're people they're human people most of the time unless like oh. they're they're adding an extra element to it but they've like given them the dynamics of wolf where what they think yeah. wolf sex is like essentially um, okay from what from my understanding it's a universe where like it's almost as if like biologically humans have just evolved differently and now the entire like society is rooted around this like mashup between like sexual politic and like body horror science well you know what um, we have a whole thing about where it came from because i found yeah. the first ever well, yes. okay, I did not find it. Someone found it for us. Uh, the first ever like Omegaverse fan fiction. So oh the, we have that. What we have that the live like? journal prompt. Oh, um, the Dead make, Sea Scrolls. We're gonna make one of you read it. Um, oh, yeah, I'll fucking but... read it. Oh. Yeah, <laughs> we... Greg loves that. Greg loves to read Omegaverse content. One so of his favorite the... pastimes. It Genre really is. The genre tropes that make up the Omegaverse are like not new to the universe. Mm -hmm. There's an episode of Star Trek, which I've like I've never seen Star Trek. I don't know anything about it. Um, but allegedly there's an episode called Amok Time where there's a Vulcan mating cycle and the Vulcans have to mate during this mating cycle or they die. And that I think was like, at least in the mainstream like culture, like the introduction of the idea of like humans having a, a mating cycle. And so Star Trek fanfic writers like went off with this yeah. and used it as a concept for a lot I of do... Spock Kirk fan fiction. Are you going to defend I Star did Trek? watch some of the clips of this and like okay. here's the thing about Star Trek that I yeah. I, I do know um because I've been I've been watching a decent amount of it um is that like the main point of like most Star Trek episodes is to like create like a culture clash so that they can explore like some philosophical or socio-political concept. And I think here they were trying to explore the idea of like not so much like the idea of like mating and sex so much as like the idea of like oh how can you mate with someone like that you don't love like how can you bond create that bond with someone um that's like very serious and about procreation if you don't love that person um and then you know they go on to say like well we have to or we'll die 
So it's the idea of like, like, can you make, would you make the choice to like actively die rather than be with somebody that you uh, love or not? And that's kind of like, whenever like the, the like, whenever the people who are working um, on, (laughs) on the ship, like come down to these like planets, they're always like, like asking very like matter of fact questions of like well this is not how it's done like in normal human slash humanoid alien culture and then they have to have like this whole conversation about like the the differences between their cultures and how it like how it matters more to them than um it would matter to you um so that's kind of the idea of it but of course like star trek is like the origin point for like most fanfic generally um it's known as like it's 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 cited as one of the big uh like focal points for fanfic in the way that it created a lot of fanzines um that created fanfic about spock and kirk kissing um so, spock and kirk fan yeah fiction and it was is... like it was around like this the late 60s that these started coming out um in like colleges and things like that so oh, so this is like ground zero yeah, Absolutely. you could say like Star Trek is like the ground zero for most things. So it's not a surprise that it is also the ground zero for Omegaverse. Well, um, excellent think, obvious like... point, Austin. <laughs> <laughs> I, think I was trying like... to set up for a 9-11 joke, to be honest, but I couldn't think of one in time. <laughs> I think that there's like the, I mean, like the idea of a mating cycle in people is like not necessarily like a, like a bad or a stupid one. Like I was looking it up to see if I was right and I'm wrong. I thought that the Left Hand of Darkness by Ursula K. Le Guin came out before this Star Trek episode, but it came out two years later. And mm-hmm. in that, there's like a planet where there's men and women, or like the, like the there are no genders on the planet, and they can become like male or female for the like purpose of like getting pregnant each mating cycle um and that's like what is was basically going on in this book so it's not like i don't know the idea is totally uninspired it's just that people have mostly used it to write about um like two guys that they think are hot from supernatural um, yes having sex with each other and so i'm just saying like the the genre trope like of a mating cycle there is like not super new and then the idea of a dominant partner and a submissive one is not like groundbreaking territory either um it's also not a surprise maybe that it's like biologically rooted this time and then yeah it's not a surprise also that it it has its origins in sci-fi you know sci-fi is like a a common place outside of like sex fan fiction to explore uh like taboo ideas or like um different like alternate universes um where like you would breed differently so it's not I'm like still it's trying it's... to decide if star trek is valid or not i know that star I... wars is not but I'm here's not the thing i think it. that star is wars. sometimes <laughs> i think that many, i think that star trek is valid sometimes i think it's it's weird to compare star trek and star wars because it's like apples and oranges because star trek is for mm. nerds no but i can't it's for dudes who want to watch like two nerds. hours of, of planes docking and know all the like different mechanics of oh, so how like that darts. docking system would work i do think star wars after like the 90s and the eu and all the tabletop games has tried to capture that kind of star trek nerd yeah level but i don't think it's ever been as successful or as natural yeah there's there's something about star trek that i think is is valid sometimes um there are quite a few episodes that i think of like a lot of different um like spin-off shows 
that I think really do explore some really interesting ideas. There's, um, I believe it's an episode of, it's not Next Generation, it's, um, oh my god. Deep Space Nine? It is Deep Space Nine, yeah. Um, where they go to a planet where, like, the the point, the Enterprise is, like, their, their whole mission for that is to evacuate a bunch of refugees because the planet is about to be destroyed um, for reasons. Uh, seemingly, like, the selfish reasons, like, mining reasons, creating, like, a path for the new black hole that just opened up. So it will get destroyed anyway, but you're, they're evacuating all these people off the planet. And there's one old man who refuses to leave, um, and then she, like, one of the members of the of the Enterprise uh, is, like, of Starfleet, rather, is, like, basically trying to have this conversation with him, like, you will die if you don't leave. And he's like, this has been my home for hundreds of years, and if I leave now, I will have, like, um, abandoned, like, my culture. Um, and, like, it's an interesting thing to think about, um, even if in the end, like, she realizes in order to be, in order, like, for him to continue his culture, she believe she takes him by force and has to reckon with the idea of, like, she disrespected his wishes. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that, like, it, it can be really interesting, but sci-fi is always is completely also way too horny. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and, like, well, creates a lot of issues and problems. Um, I think that whether or not Star Trek is valid is probably an area where you and I diverge, and that's okay. Yeah. Um, but I think that we can agree that that's something that is definitely definitively yes. bad is Supernatural, which is the root of actually all evil. where, like, the, the root of all evil. Is. It's, it's an <laughs> original sin. Supernatural sim. TV show that I never saw. Supernatural. I've never Supernatural seen Supernatural is or... the longest-running TV show to never win an Emmy, which was a title that only... <laughs> is that, is that... <laughs> yes. Uh, it was it was originally a title that belonged to Baywatch, um, and then Supernatural took it over by having a few more seasons than Baywatch did. Baywatch um, has Pamela Anderson in it, right? That's yes. the show about yeah. her on the beach. It's about it's the show about okay. lifeguards and David Hasselhoff. So I'm gonna say, without knowing anything really about either of them, Baywatch is better because it's yeah. not women in Absolutely. it. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And Supernatural mm-hmm. does not have women in it, which is part it of the It had two women in it, and they, they both died. Oh, no. Did it pass the Bechdel <laughs> Okay, wait, test, have though? you seen it? Because I have I, okay. I have not. When I was in middle school, I was obsessed with Supernatural. I uh, would be. You would I be. I was. <laughs> I am so, so glad I never figured out how to use Tumblr. Because in middle school, I loved Sherlock and Supernatural and Doctor Who. You were a super Kendall hulock. Kendall was also a super hulock. I was so... a super hulock, but I never Gag. used Tumblr. So I was, I was saved. Well, <laughs> you were like, you were like a, a super hulock uh, in captivity. A yeah, literally. In captivity. They did little experiments on me. So I like... I tried to watch an episode of it, I think, when I was in middle school because Tumblr was going nuts over it, and I knew I couldn't get myself into Doctor Who because there's, like, too many seasons, and I don't like British people, and I, like, couldn't exactly. make myself watch Sherlock for the same reason, but I was like, let me let me give Supernatural a try, and I tried one episode, and it was, like, all the things that I don't like already about Buffy the Vampire Slayer, but now with, like, two men instead of one Buffy and like Buffy is already pretty bad to me so I'm lucky that I never I... got I never got sucked in but maybe so you I can was help us understand hulock. who these characters are because I I couldn't even for I was the in episode, a super hulock like fandom I suppose like in like Ooh. the the heyday of tumblr like to the the of its of its tumblr era rather so like 2010 to like 
I'd say even like 2013, but I was never into Supernatural. I was like fully just like Hulock. Yeah. And that was it. I got on it in 2007. Yeah, Tumblr's been around. (laughs) Sherlock and Doctor Who. (gasps) Sherlock and Doctor Who. So it became like this. Those are two different fucking shows. Oh, so yeah, yeah, this is is fun. (laughs) But there's an overlap. (laughs) There's an overlap of of fans between all three of these shows because all of them have uh, white dudes who are for some reason considered attractive, um, and they're all like speculative fiction shows. So eventually, there became like uh, because like they the fans essentially decided like, oh, what if they like all had like a mashup episode and they kept coming up with like different episodes of like like super it was very bad the marvel cinematic universe is their fucking fault it's literally that is completely their fault like i said supernatural is the root of all evil was sherlock a tv show because the only sherlock i've ever seen is that one robert downey jr movie no, there's a good movie there was a second TV show that was the American one that made all mm-hmm. of the Tumblr fans very upset. Elementary. I think they they cast um, Lucy Liu, I think. Yeah, as, yeah. Like, and and, and the creator and of very of, angry. Of, yeah, the creator could, of BBC Sherlock two white uh, made a bunch of like really nasty sexist comments about Lucy Liu. Um, yeah, and I, I think have some not. racist ones about her being Chinese. Um, haven't seen so any of fun. them. And your confusion, Greg, is how I have felt for the past like twelve years. I <laughs> no, like you I, know, it's it's worse. Mine's so much worse. I I haven't been on Tumblr ever. Ever. Mm-hmm. Like wait, no, like, no, 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 no. Hold I, on, that's not I true. Went on, wait, I follow on. you on Tumblr. The only you time follow I me. ever used Tumblr as a young man <laughs> was strictly for porn, and then I once they got well, rid of that, I don't know. And if that's it's not like better. I was reading fanfic. I was looking that's, at porn. I think I, that, okay. <laughs> Those things are probably morally equal in terms of, of badness. Uh, yeah. But also, I have you... a story about Greg on Tumblr, though, because fucking here I am on Tumblr, like, it's like 2019 or something, and I just get a message from somebody on Tumblr named A Guide to Sextown or something, or like a map to Sextown or something, and That's it's a me, DM, man. and it's. <laughs> And it says, Austin, this is Greg. I I need to prove to someone that I know you in real life. Can you please acknowledge this? Oh my gosh. And I'm like, yeah, sure, man. My, What's up, Greg? To my other hyper-online so friends. You're an alpha, and you were using Austin for clout? Uh, we well, have used it, Austin for it. clout at every single We use him for turn. every juncture. We wouldn't have a Patreon yeah. without Austin's Tumblr clout. Fair. Okay. That's fair. So, um, all right, wait, before, hold on, when, on the subject of Tumblr porn, I just want to, to tell people to, like, look, you should look up Playboy Cardi's old Tumblr, because it's still up, and, like, is. the it's things that funny. he reblogged back then were very funny, he was very horny on there, he loved galaxy <laughs> cats, he loved, um, just, like, he pictures of, like, like, galaxy cats, like, 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 cats cat, with a galaxy and then, background. like, galaxy print, and then, like, the cats, like, smoking weed, maybe, and that then came you, from like, Tumblr? it, and you go, like, yeah. Yeah, and he was like, and you're yeah, like, oh, this is Tumblr. so trippy. Or like edits of like Disney princesses where they have like tattoos. He was like vlogging <laughs> that and being like, this is hard as fuck. This is sick. anyway. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, Supernatural. There was a, a popular Supernatural fanfic writer who mm-hmm. I found her live journal. Um, yeah, and she I have was the, given the prompt. Yeah, she was given a prompt as an offshoot of like the Mpreg genre fanfiction. She like primarily ran a 
spike M-preg? and um, male pregnancy. So that's why I think it fits in well to the to the um, Omega yeah, verse. Um, yeah. Greg's eyes just glazing over right now. Yeah, <laughs> but I guess like staring. Not all Mpreg fan fiction is Omega verse fan fiction, mm-hmm. and I guess like Mpreg could be outside of fan fiction also. Anyway, um, can maybe like hmm, I think Austin, I think that you should read this prompt. It's on the oh. Google Doc. Right oh, under shit. the thing okay, that says, here is that prompt. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, okay. Let, let me let me well, pull this up. All right, well, Austin looks for it. Um, so the, that person got that prompt in, like, 2010. And since then, like, I found a little graph of, like, how has the popularity of Omegaverse changed over time? And it's very, it's, it's exponential. Um, like, it was less than, like... 0.2% of like all fan fiction on archive of our own in 2011 and then like by the time it was 2013 it made up like 1% which i guess is a lot and now it's like 10 um a yeah, percent of like, like all the fan fiction on archive of our own which is i think like besides that in fanfiction.net like there's only two sites oh I this don't... rocks yeah. <laughs> are you ready to oh, read I... the ready to read yeah the okay so this is a message someone sent the the popular fanfic writer <clears throat> okay uh au their world is just like ours except in their world there are two types of men one is the alpha male the other is the bitch male. <laughs> Alpha males are like any ordinary guy with the exception of their cocks. They were just like dog cocks. In parentheses, the knot, tons of cum, etc. You know, the works. The bitch male is just an ordinary guy without the special cock. I'd like to see alpha male Jared and bitch male Jensen. <laughs> Jensen is a snotty prude, think lady from Lady in the Tramp. He would be. He would be. <laughs> he may be a bitch male, but he's just he's not just going to let anybody take a go at his sweet little ass until he meets Jared. <laughs> then prudy little Jensen turns cock slut for Jared. <laughs> Bonus points for J two being OTP. Don't know what I think I one, know what that means. Pairing. Pairing. Okay. Thank you. Jensen was a virgin before Jared, and now that they met each other, it's for life. Completely up to you if the mating happens anywhere. Just you know, anywhere like in the middle of the sidewalk in a park, <laughs> etc. Or you know, maybe at a more private level. And that's, and that's the prompt. I want to stress that in that in that prompt, yeah. he's using the actors' names, not the character names. Yeah. Oh she's my god. For, oh, I didn't actor, even know that. Is actor yeah. fic. She's not. So asking, this was... She's asking for real life. Like, oh, the, these two guys oh. in real life, not these two characters. I want Jared Padalecki and Jensen Ackles. To have dog sex. So I, do, I think I, I would be homophobic love... too if, if Tanner, that was happening you, to me. Tanner, can you say anything about these two guys? Because I don't really know them. So yeah, um, uh, like, here's what I know: they're both okay. terrible. Um, yeah, absolutely. but like, which one would you have said that that this one is the alpha and the other one is the? I, like I that, that I think I, I think I get I get I like it because Jared Padalecki is taller. Uh-huh. <laughs> he's like he's mu- he's like a gargantuan man. He's so fucking just tall. huge. Yeah, he's also huge the, cryptid. The interesting thing to me about this this origin prompt is that the beta and omega stuff, like like the the words beta and omega, don't make an appearance. 
Like it's it's bitch Alpha male. and bitch. It's yeah. And bitch, also, yeah. like the the wolf stuff is almost like like an aside from what this person wants. Like they just want their their dicks to work like dog dicks, but they yeah. say dog and not wolf. So yeah. like mm-hmm. you know. Th- things have changed. Um, so we we. I'm haven't... I'm. Wait, can I just say? Why I am are so many motherfuckers looking... into bestiality? Well, they're not. They're not beasts, though. They're it's all only humans. The, it's only the dick that's they're a dog. Dick. Yeah, it's yeah. not even like furry because furry yeah, would, would imply that they like have. Cock. They look like dogs. I don't think that they like. I mean, I don't know, but I don't think um, that they like dog cock because they're not making them be dogs. They just are like, no. what if? humans like structured their society in a very rigid way the way that say, we think that dogs do because that you know would what? be Actually. sexy i am looking at the live journal post the original one and mm-hmm. um when the user her name is ted dirtiest sock by the way oh. um yeah <laughs> ted um uh she she's like okay here it is like here's the and links to the fic um, cause this is just the prompt and somebody just responded and that was surprisingly hot. Um, so that's, that's yeah, the review. Well, you we're going to find out if it's surprisingly hot. Surprisingly. You know I what? have, um, what? Maybe, Go are ahead. They, yes, okay. maybe it's not a bestiality uh-huh. thing, but it's, it's, maybe it's like a, the, the, what the fuck is this called? The consensual non-consent. Oh, that's also... Yeah. That's I mean, also an aspect I think of it. That's very much like what this is because it's like the Omegas don't really have a lot of agency in most of the stories that are written because it's just like they go into heat and then they don't really have a lot of control over how they feel while they're in heat and then also yeah, it's like urges. attracting all of these alphas or like maybe just one alpha because of the pheromones and then the alpha doesn't have a lot of control over how they feel and it's just like i i mean i think it's bad um not to well i think kink shaming is not enough and i think sometimes we need a gun i'm not Um, even an abolitionist after this like prison for all of these people i think that they they could go to like a re-education camp because we can't Mm -hmm. like post-revolution have people writing fanfic like this like fanfic is going to be completely outlawed after the revolution Agree. Mm-hmm. like they can mm-hmm. they can go to a nice camp in the high desert like an hour and a half away from here <laughs> yeah well i think that's Jeez. why also like this kind of thing is popular because like you then just have this like very like easily recreatable narrative for fan fiction because the elements are super formulaic so like you don't even need to write a story if you know like what the alpha is supposed to do and what the omega is supposed to do like the omega meets the alpha the alpha is weird and aggressive the omega resists but Mm -hmm. like they can't really and then like you can just reproduce that with any characters from any universe and that is why a lot of fanfic if if not all of it haven't read any of it but i think (laughs) it's bad boring like derivative um and I think that's also why this genre is popular because if people want to see like two characters that they're into like fucking, then they can just be like, oh yeah, like write like alpha this character and omega this one. I don't know what shows. I think a big part of it is I like read books, and this this goes for like romance fiction generally. Like I think a big part of it is like because you'll have like fourteen chapters of fanfic or like fifty sometimes. You're like I looked at some of like just the the like 
uh, the metadata for stuff, some of yeah. these, like and like how many chapters they have. Some of these have like sixty fucking chapters. So I think a big part of it is just like it's the one. it's the build up <laughs> to the fucking as well, um, which is insane because most of these people are not very good at writing. Uh, so when they when you have like fifty chapters of build up just to get to like dog sex, um, <laughs> dog dog style, yeah, doggy style sex. Dogs, no. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't they add a third guy to Supernatural? Yes. Yeah, that, that's, a third guy. Oh, that's a big yeah, part they of added it. I a have, third guy. I have My a tweet here. Is um, that the two brothers were, like, yes. people were shipping the two brothers so much and, they and it, was, gross. it was becoming concerning. Um, and so then they added in a third guy so that yeah, and he's an people angel. would stop getting the two brothers to. He's a um, fallen fun. angel. So I think Wait, that they were this, doing the actor's name is Misha too? Collins. So, Greg, have you heard the term? Oh, yeah, yeah. Wincest. The Winchester. The oh, yeah. Because that's where it whole... comes from. Wincest. Yeah. Wincest, yeah. Because they're the, the Winchesters. That that's their last name. The Winchester, like, like it's an epic win. That's what yeah. it means. Holy shit. I, you know what I did in the, between the years of 2008 and like 2015? I went outside. You watched porn. <laughs> and, and, and you watched, watched porn. porn on Tumblr. <laughs> on my, no, on my like fucking Kindle. Yeah. <laughs> oh god. My Nook e-reader. I'm I'm doing, I'm gonna one up you because I never watched porn. I never read fan fiction. I never watched Supernatural. It was never a super hulak. So I don't know. I'm learning about all of this for the first time. I didn't. Uh, yeah, I, I have a. No I learning in it was black and white. I didn't learn about video porn until I was in high school. I could. I still oh, images wait. only. I right. learned about I... video porn at, in a therapist's office. Okay. <laughs> I have to. I have to take what? back what I said. I was. I, unfortunately, I was like a big Suicide Girls person. Um, which I don't like. I think it barely counts. High as five. Porn, but, uh, no, it's yeah. embarrassing. <laughs> I thought they were so cool, and I was like fifteen. Do we not think they're cool now? I think that the the world of it is probably not cool. I'm sure the individual people involved, some of them are fine. But I didn't know there was a world. To yeah. Well, I mean, like the the. Is there a Suicide Girls verse? The well, like the it's like a company that's like owned by a man that like named it after a mm -hmm. line in fight club so i think that that's pretty cringe um and also like they took mm -hmm. a lot of money from like what the girls were making and also it was like pushing this like weird like idea of alt that is like thin white women with like big tits but they have like tattoos and colored hair which i was i was Greg's into. exact type <laughs> i was into it but like i'm i'm not i don't think that that's like good but um I'm like I'm telling on myself right now for now. Oh my god, I, I'm dating a suicide girl. My <laughs> I think my first experience with porn was was shock websites, which are not really a thing anymore. Ooh. Wait. Um so it's like We're now talking about our first experience with porn. I guess so, yeah. yeah. Mine was jugworld.com, <laughs> yeah. which I don't think exists anymore. Okay, no, it was just still so. images of that. boobs. That was the whole website. Yeah, I Jug my world. my first experience with porn was someone's like older sibling that someone's fucking house and someone was like oh do you know what two girls one cup is and of course mm. i didn't and now i know <laughs> and that was like the first you time know, i've ever seen porn and i was don't. like and, I, I and the first thing i asked was that. like why why and he was like oh like it's like porn and i was like w and like had to explain the concept of porn to me and i was like so like people like this was the main thing i got from that is like oh people enjoy this not like even that i knew 
that it was sexually gratifying, but more just like, oh, people find this entertaining. Like, this is entertainment. Okay, so I'm going to delete this before the episode is up because last time I I shared things about my internet history, our listeners went and found it. But Mm -hmm. um, if I look at my own name on Twitter and then the phrase suicide girls we can start in the year 2011 and it goes i think my life's ambition is to become a suicide girl then the next one is i love the suicide girls hashtag girls with tattoos are so hot um So, um, what hashtag? Okay, okay. I don't know what just Suicide to, Girls is. They, they <laughs> were just, just, they were just like proto OnlyFans people. Yeah. But it's, uh, anyway, okay. I um, yeah. To get us slightly back on track, I will say right. I do have a tweet. Um, one of the 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 third one we mentioned, the third Supernatural guy, Misha Collins, did make a tweet once. Uh, this was November third of twenty twenty. So this was during uh, election week. Um, it was a some kind of like ad for like oh like ronald reagan wouldn't like trump or something and he's just sharing a video and somebody quote tweeted it someone named at charlie kelly's and said what have you accomplished besides leaking out of your ass at a walmart in every destiel fanfic so so to get back to the to the original mega uh omegaverse fanfic um general (laughs) summary uh, no, no, no. We're not going to do a general summary. I have an excerpt. I've got chapter one. We have, okay, okay. We have guests, and I think oh, that fuck. I think we're that we're doing they all of this. It. Hell yeah! Well, can, I, can we do a popcorn reading? Read yeah. Do you want to like go back and forth with Chandran and read chapter one? You could like switch off every other paragraph, or you could read the whole thing yourself. It's up to you. Chandran, can, Chandran, can I read this? Yeah, you just go crazy. Okay, okay. Go okay. crazy, Craig. <clears throat> this is your wheelhouse, man. <laughs> An excerpt from the first ever Omegaverse fanfic. <laughs> Chapter 1. Jensen would be lying if he said he wasn't a little bitter about being a bitch. Back in middle school, when all the girls started going into heat, he'd been sure he was going to pop a knot. They ran in the family. His a what? was an alpha, and so was his dad, and so was every other male on that side of the family, as far back as they knew. Somehow, Jensen had gotten genetically screwed. And yeah, he wore the wrist cuff because that was the law in Texas, and because his folks were traditionalists who believed any bitch belonged on their back, like the good lord intended. But that didn't mean he was actually going to bend over. Yeah, he had a uterus, so fucking what? He also had balls, and there was the 21st, and this was the 21st goddamn century, and there were plenty of chicks that preferred a guy like him, who didn't want some asshole with more testosterone than sense. Then... What? Then consideration. They don't Jesus edit Christ these things. Kid, right? <laughs> no, it's terrible. Um, no, they he never as, edit. He was as big a stud as any knothead. And as soon as Jensen turned 18, he was fucking out, fucking out of here. He'd head to Cali where people accepted straight he-bitches like him. He could hold hands with his girlfriend without getting a beatdown, and someday they might legalize marriage. What He'd is heard like that in California, <laughs> you weren't required to wear boy. any outward identification. That tech... That te- what the fuck does that mean? <laughs> that technically it was illegal for anyone to even ask. People wouldn't be able to tell that he that people wouldn't be able to tell what he was when he went out in public and he could finally be free. In the meantime, he had to keep his ass safe from all these dickwads. Everybody in town knew he waited tables at Dad's restaurant, which sucked cuz every alpha in town knew they could come harass Jensen on the job and that Jensen couldn't tell them to fuck off like he usually did cuz his parents were watching. 
The good news was that they refrained from grabbing at him, because everyone knew Dad put a stop to that kind of thing quick. That didn't stop all the jerkwads at school from hogging a table in his section and making obscene suggestions. They all thought it was some kind of goddamn game. They'd be top stud if they could get Jenny Ackles to roll the fuck over. And then there were in Texas. I'm doing the Texas thing. They were all the dirty uh-huh. old men who wanted to add another young bitch to their pack. Tonight, Jensen had three tables full of high school kids on top of a full house and the makings of a headache. Dave fucking... Not reading that. Kept grabbing Boreas? his ass. Boreas? Boreas? Wait, isn't is this a guy from... Guy? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, that's Angel. Dave, yeah. Dave fucking Borean ass kept grabbing his ass, and he could get away with it even here because he was the goddamn golden boy. His, his skills at quarterback made the Eagles state champions, and around here that put him on par with God himself. The only thing keeping Jensen from decking him and the God... And damn... What? <laughs> This is no flow. The only thing keeping Jensen from decking him, and damn the consequences, was the knowledge that he'd been banging the guy's girlfriend since the week they got together. He winked at Sarah, tucked under Debo's arm, and smirked in victory when she blushed. If that asshole only knew, rubbing Dave's face in it would be a great way to get bitch bashed. (laughs) But it still took everything he had to talk himself out of it. He moved on to a new table before his common sense buckled. Hey, what can I get you? How about a smile? Bet yours is killer. Jensen jerked his head up from his order pad to look at the stranger. He's getting cat called. <laughs> look up at the stranger sprawled out in one of the booths. His hair was longer than any man would wear around here, and he had a barbell through his left eyebrow. He had to be a... Jensen's eyes dropped down to the man's forearm. Jesus, it was as thick as Jensen bi- Jensen's bicep. No cuff. No cuff, which meant... When he'd finally finished gawking, he looked back up and saw the stranger was smiling at him, wide and white and dimpled. He kicked himself for acting like a hick and cleared his throat. That's not on the menu. The man's smile didn't dim. Good, I'd hate to think just anybody off the street could come in and get served one. Jensen was scrambling for something, something scathing to say, when the man held out his hand. Jared. Jesus, this guy had big hands. If Jensen wasn't decently tall himself, they'd swallow his up. Jensen. Jared didn't let go after they shook, and for some some reason, Jensen didn't make him. He just stood there, dry-mouthed and stupid, as Hazel Eyes skimmed down his body and came back up to the cuff on Jensen's right wrist. He stood there, stupider, as Jared reached out with his free hand and stroked along the ends of Jensen's cuff till he had goosebumps. I never did like these things. Jared's eyes met his and Jensen blushed, though he wasn't sure why. But right now I'm thinking they're damned handy. Jensen <laughs> Jensen yanked his hand back, and after a second's resistance, Jared let him have it. He'd fled all the way back to the kitchen before he realized his order pad was still empty. Shit. Naturally Oh wait, is this just commentary here? Yeah. Naturally things took off from here. Yeah. Supernatural freaks love it. Yeah. yeah that's we I mean that's that's chapter they one. Love Do it. you feel like you want you want more? What you think of I that? Feel, you know what I feel like? I feel like in about 10 years, it's going to resurface me reading this, but with no context, <laughs> and I'm going to get fired. Hell yeah. <laughs> Keep not even anything, there's not even anything bad in it besides maybe, uh, what, what did they bitch say was going to happen? Bitch bashing. Bitch bashing. Bitch bashing. That part's not great. That's I a like... great way to get bitch bashed. <laughs> I should, but that should be in all of our vocabulary. That's fucking hilarious. <laughs> I, I really like it's it, to me the part that's really sticking out is the like 
as a beta, you need, like, an ID. You need to be, uh, fucking goddamn, like, identified. You need a, you need a signifier so everyone knows that you're a beta. As a, the as politics a of that, I think. There's so much fucked up shit going on here. Like, if there's, like, Holocaust references, fucking... What what makes this really funny also is that, like, because I guess, like, the dynamics tend to be, like, male-male, like, you'll see a lot of defenses of it being, like, oh, this is, like, LGBT art. It's um, transformative. Love yeah. wins. And or or like one defense of it that I saw was like it's like actually like subversive because in the mm-hmm. Omegaverse world, like gay relationships are normal. And it's like, yeah, that the issue I guess isn't that it's like man man, but like the Omegas are not having a very good time. Uh, so they just like added new genders. Um Yeah. But and, and we, the idea in this one yeah. is that like, oh, he can't hold his girlfriend's hand in public. <laughs> like it's just like there's reverse... so much going on here. <laughs> you gotta go to so it's, it's, it's heterophobia happening, which well, it's, it's it's omegaphobia, bitch, bitchphobia, bitchphobia. Um, I suppose. <laughs> which we should all have, like bitchphobia. Like. <laughs> yeah. I mean, also, I like I'm sorry, I had to this. look up. I had to look up Jensen and Jared to see what these yeah. men look like. So mm-hmm. Jared, I recognized from Gilmore Girls. He was mm-hmm. her, Rory's least exciting boyfriend. The other guy, they, I mean, they look the same. I'm very confused about how the the fandom they also fixated read... on these guys for so long. And they the have two their of names them to me read as intensely homophobic to me. Like when I look at them, I'm like, those guys absolutely did a gay bashing at some point together. Like, like I don't. If think... I went to the country bar, I yeah, <laughs> I would see them, and they well, would I mean, be like just the be the worst I didn't people get there. Into... The reason I didn't get into uh, Supernatural as much as I got into, like, Sherlock or Doctor Who is because Supernatural Red is, like, a car commercial to me. Um, <laughs> just, like, two guys driving around in this, like, Chevy Impala, like, mm-hmm. everywhere. And it's just lots of shots, like, grayscale shots of, like, these two next to their car. And I'm Drive just like, man, these two Chevy were outside Impala. of a Waffle House and they were ready to call me, like, 50 different slurs. Like, I don't <laughs> see how these two are both not only... It, it, like in an incestuous brotherly relationship that they're gay like i don't get it that's that's probably the draw of it, though is that it seems so foreign to those those characters as as human beings and that's why yeah. people are like i want these guys to fuck <laughs> Straight women have a very like long and sordid history. Kendall. Yeah, Kendall. well, we'll get there. <laughs> no, no, no. But Kendall, I I think that we have to we have to be honest and we okay. have to acknowledge our positionality. We have to acknowledge our privilege, our identities, mm-hmm. because the author of this is a bisexual woman. Yes. Um, so humiliating. I hate to see it. Yeah. Uh- <laughs> Love loses. <laughs> It does. <laughs> Which I think I think is also like part of why like this kind of stuff gets defended as like not just being like super gross and evil because like sometimes like gay, gay people, people or it. like bi people have to like happen to write it. We found um ha- or, who's in academia again? It's it's Shandrin and Austin, right? You guys yeah. are in school. I'm in we grad found, school, yeah. We found an academic paper yeah. defending <laughs> Lovely. 
the Omegaverse um, by some woman who is definitely a bird. Her name is Are they Elena. at a public university? Because if my fucking tax dollars paid for that. I don't, do, do your tax dollars ever pay for academic papers? They pay for the grants at public universities, yeah. I don't think that she needed a grant to read fan fiction, <laughs> but... She, her name is Milena Popova. She wrote... Um, what a some, name, by the way. Yeah. Um, I forget what the name of the essay that she wrote is. We have it somewhere in oh, here. Oh, I, I know what it, it is. It's a horrible name. Okay. Uh, Dogfuck Rape World. Fuck yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's the Dog greatest fuck. shit ever. Dogfuck Dog rape, rape World. world. Yeah. Dogfuck Rape World. Uh, Holy a... fuck. That is, like, that's a fucking grindcore band. <laughs> yeah, it, it... I've been okay. to an underground show with them for sure. So she she defends <laughs> it by saying, like, Omegaverse fanfiction is a critical tool in analyzing the impact of social power structures on intimate relationships and sexual consent. And yeah, then, uh-huh. like, she justifies that claim by saying, like, I have been a member of the fanfiction community for considerably longer than I have been a researcher. I have <laughs> leveraged this dual position in data collection and data analysis for this project. I conceptualize fanfiction as a textual practice that is both densely intertextual, as I discuss, and intensely communal. <laughs> studying fans and studying texts, yeah, for therefore, sure. need to go hand in hand. To make sense of the text, one needs to understand the community where the text comes from. And so I think to like understand this community, we have um, our original ever author's like live journal profile bio. Mm-hmm. Maybe Shannon mm-hmm. can read this one. I would love, I will skim to this one. Fuck yeah. Okay. So this it's is the good. one who wrote this original Jared yeah, Benson. Yeah, because they're saying, you know, oh, to yeah. understand yes. fanfic, you have to understand the community. And they're yeah, saying, you know, that's why this it's is, actually you know, not this that is bad. a sociological who, study, really. Yeah, who you know, better to understand, understand the community mm-hmm. than mm-hmm. the the okay. profile of the, you know, of the first author. It's like listening to transcripts of the Apollo launching, you know? I wonder if this was a good enough analysis mm-hmm. for us to track down everybody who's involved and have them executed. <laughs> <laughs> All right. When I'm dictator. Mm-hmm. A short history of me as a fangirl. Once upon a time, I discovered a Buffy fandom and became a wild, flailing, ravenous multi-shipper who wrote scads and scads and endless scads of fic. I shipped and I shipped. Oh, how I shipped. Look back through my Buffy fic. And I'm pretty sure I had everyone fuck everyone else in the entire universe at some point or another. There was an OTP. It was mighty. It ruled my heart. And when I'd written all the fic a girl could fic about, Everybody fucking everybody else. I got kind of bored. And then, well, there were deserts and wandering for 40 lifetimes. I had many flirtations and affairs during the lean years. There was bones when it still had dignity. There was a belated love fest with queer as folk US. I was seduced into a few hot go-rounds with Supernatural and almost, almost managed to commit to CWRPS. We had so much in common with Jeff Morgan and the daddy issues, but even though Buffy and I had parted amicably, we were still friends. We had simply grown apart. I just wasn't ready to love another. 
And then Suits came along, <laughs> and then my heart was alive again suits? with the sound of music or something. Y- USA Network shows is, Suits? The USA Network shows Suits <laughs> with Meghan Markle. <laughs> is this suits? fucking real life? Yeah. <laughs> I see, I, that's why I think these people like intentionally bland stuff because then they can like really they project. Must. Like, oh, whatever they want absolutely. onto it, because then they don't have to worry about, like, existing, like, character traits or dynamics to, like, follow through on with their fan fiction. Because it's always, like, like the if you go on AO3 and you, like, look to see what are the most popular, like, properties that have fan fiction, it's, like, a lot of MCU stuff where I don't, I've never seen any of those movies, but I don't think that they have very strong no. like, character traits. It's a lot of supernatural like it's it's stuff where the characters don't have a lot going on so then the author can just be like okay this is what they're like um yeah so um this is like it's got less i guess to do with like what the omega verse is like but i did go through this woman's live journal i typed in as many keywords as i could to see um what sort of things could come up and since this was you know like during the beginning of the obama era i found out that she has a lot of opinions about the 2008 presidential election <laughs> and that she got all oh, <laughs> she got all her news from the daily show oh also her name is that <laughs> that other perv dot if you're interested in checking her out um because you know we have to we got to study the the community um mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. and the community she said, politic um and yeah about the the various primary candidates god am i taking crazy pills i'm so confused as to how these are the people that are making serious bids for the presidency in that most of them are crazy a few are all right but not what I would have expected to be presented to me, at least not right now. When I look at the Republicans, I think, God, you are so skeezy, except McCain. And when I look at the Democrats, I'm just thinking, (laughs) okay, but are you electable, like, at all? McCain, I really like John McCain. (laughs) If I were ever... Oh, (laughs) yeah. Even the motherfuckers who go out there and tell us to just vote or shit. (laughs) Yeah. This is the swing voter. I feel like yeah. if we could find her right now, she's definitely like like blue wave, like hashtag like resistance. She's part of the Kamala hive. Yeah, she's part of the hive. She says, unfortunately, or fortunately for the Democratic Party, McCain is never going to make it through the primaries. He keeps trying, bless his little heart. Maybe a couple decades ago, he could have done it, and he could have been a good president, IMO. But he's too centrist to them. The same thing that makes him slam dunk electable. His ability to appeal to both sides (laughs) of the political aisle is his downfall. He's a sane being, so his party doesn't want him. Okay, Not the voice that, I'm glad the that voice worked that out so reading, well for him. That you're using to read this shit, it's the, it's that you're doing the condescending liberal voice so well. Mm-hmm. It, yeah. I'm I'm enraged. I, and, you know okay. this motherfucker's part of the K Hive on Twitter trying to cancel Susan Sarandon right so, now. I have long said that all roads lead to Ron Paul 2008, and I am valid. I'm validated oh because she says, as a side note, because he's a token primary candidate, has no electability whatsoever. That weird little libertarian dude that made the rounds on John Stewart, Stephen Colbert, he squicks me most of all. He seems. He seems. <laughs> Wait. He seemed kind of likable, and then he opened his mouth, and I realized he was a libertarian. <laughs> True. Talking about, 
<laughs> and so it'll shadow candidate like he's your Tinder date. Oh, he squicked me out. Sorry, you if you're ache. a libertarian, I am not and will never be swayed to think the free market can take care of anything in the way of social responsibility. <laughs> the idea boggles me because history has proven it to be untrue. Go read Grapes of Wrath, then talk to me. <laughs> Go read Grapes of Wrath. <laughs> Um, to everything the now. And then I think my favorite part is probably what she has to say about the Democrats. She says, oh, Democrats, in a lot of ways, I think it's awesome that Hillary and Obama are our front runners. I really do. And I would be so excited if I thought that one of them was actually going to be the president. I like both of them personally, although I know Hillary is a little hard to swallow for some folks. And side note, I like her less now that she's been body snatched by a Stepford wasp. I, I liked your balls, Hillary grow them back but man i know it's easy to forget if you're a blue stater if you live in new york or cali or any metropolitan city really but i have lived in buttfuck nowhere southern usa and i've lived in the south for 23 of the 24ths of my life and this is still a racist country sexist too and i'm gonna say it because it's true even where the racism and sexism is not blatant it's latent hey i rhymed <laughs> <laughs> Rosa, uh, it's in there. It's in yeah, there. <laughs> Say what you want about this woman. I'm really proud of her for getting that job with the Hamilton writing team. <laughs> Even against Romney, the fucking sleazewad, I'm afraid either of them will lose. I think I'd be really excited if this race was Edwards versus McCain and likely happy with either outcome, really. Edwards versus McCain. I live in another dimension that makes, or only if I lived another dimension that made far more sense than this one. Unfortunately, I'm scared shitless. We're going to Did end this up come out another... two weeks before we realized Edwards was like fucking some other woman while his wife I was dying of brain cancer? That. I think we didn't learn that until like oh 2012. God. And I think people I really we liked that, like, him. In the middle of the campaign, that's why he dropped out. You you could be right. I thought that we learned that later on. Because but... my mom was an avid Rush Limbaugh listener, so I feel like I heard about this the day it broke. I think you know he ran I'm with so that glad shit. that this is the best politician North Carolina has put up. John Whoa, Edwards. Bob Dole. Who's Bob Dole? Oh, Bob Dole for president. <laughs> Bob Dole of the Dole family of, of um, the Banana Republic creating uh, really? fruit mongers? Yeah. The yes. bananas? Yeah. Oh my Bob god. Dole's yeah, like Bob Dole. Right up there with Jesse Helms and most successful North Carolina politicians. They used ever. to they used to spell his name as Bob Dole D U L L because they didn't they thought he was a very boring speaker. Um, and that was one <laughs> of the like campaign, anti campaigns um, of, Also, uh, I'm not Bob imagining Dole. it right. This has okay. does not mention Obama even once. It does. No. It says that people aren't gonna like him because they're racist in the South. Yeah. Um which, you know, famously like is where no black people Live. Yeah, no so black I people in the South. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, for sure. I want to show her the 2008 election results where he won like states that mind, have never been won before. I really this like the this because it's like the worst. It's the worst the... person that I could think of, and she yeah. she started the <laughs> Omegaverse. And she's yeah. like, I love John McCain. Go read Grapes of Wrath. I miss when Hillary Clinton had had balls, and so I feel like sometimes she's in QAnon now. Like, knowing internet history makes me feel crazy, because if you go on, like, <laughs> Tumblr or TikTok now, if, like, you say, I think the Omegaverse is gross, they'll be, like, actually you're being, like, homophobic, because it's, yeah. like, oh, it's, like, written time. by 
queer people it's it's part of queer history but no please. i know i, I know my oh. history it's because it's their politics kind of stop at like I representation so they assume if a bisexual yeah. person wrote it that must mean that they are a good person little little do they know that this person is it like the it's like a caricature of a swing voter well, this is what <laughs> such a liberal idea like just yeah. fucking identity politics over and over and over again this is the perfect but, and i don't even think it's bad if like a straight or a bisexual woman like wants to write about two gay men like i don't care but it's like is it good um <laughs> it's not that's and the it's, problem and it's just it's just not good she's making them wear armbands um, because they have a they have a uterus in their ass, um, but <laughs> Milena Popova, who wrote our academic papers, she disagrees with me. She says like approaches to slash centering on gender often invoke comparisons with romance, pornography, or both. Um, she cites these two people. She says that they see slash as a variant of romance fiction, and they argue that in an inherently sexist cultural context. Women find it difficult to write heterosexual romantic relationships as equal and unencumbered by dominant cultural discourses, power differentials. I don't know why, like, academics who are, like, writing, like, liberal arts papers, like, can't use one word. But mm -hmm. similarly, they say it is difficult to overcome our cultural expectations of women's sexual passivity. So in order to portray a relationship which is equal fan writers resort to using male characters in relationships with each other and these characters often take on androgynous characteristics um and then she cites someone who says that they view slash fiction as pornography by women for women with love um and then cites another person um whose name is Jung or Young, maybe, but not not the one who says that they see oh. slash fiction as a communal grassroots critique of not only popular culture, but also heterosexual hegemonic notions of gender and sexuality, which I think is... Oh, for sure. I'm always saying yeah, this. Yeah, I think that, that that's a really, like... Mm, what's the word that I'm looking for? Like, I guess that would be nice, maybe, if that, mm -hmm. if that were true. But the um, Omegaverse author herself shared her reasoning for why she likes to write male-male fan fiction. And I have a clip of it in here. Can one of you read it, maybe? Yeah. Uh, Where is it on awesome. It's the gray thing. Yeah. Little picture I, I can, on page I can get uh, it if you, if you want seven. me to. Um, because we we've already had the three oh. we've already had th the three of you do some popcorn reading so so I'll get in on this yeah uh, cool <laughs> uh, this is from Miss OG Omegaverse herself and the reason she writes male male fan fiction uh, the other thing I must confess is that I never really thought of boy on boy action as hot I never thought of it as not hot either I'd mostly just mm, not thought of it. Except in a liberal, I support the right to people, <laughs> right of people to love who they want kind of way. I'd seen a commercial, some commercial gay porn, but it was really, it was yeah, really scary gay commercial porn. gay porn and not hot at all. God, I'm having flashbacks. Since then, there's been Corbin Fisher, uh, parentheses, thanks to, and they tag like some other user, um, and all is right in the world. I don't know who Corbin Fisher is. Oh, I assume okay. this is like I consulted um, a, our tall Floridian um, like listener who is familiar with with the Omegaverse, and Corbin Fisher is just like a gay porn 
okay. um, studio. So okay. she watched. She watched some oh, gay like porn Cody. and decided okay. that mm-hmm. gay sex. Some is... art house gay porn. <laughs> yeah, she was like, yeah, it's right. tolerable. It's not scary anymore. It's not <laughs> scary it, gay porn. Scary. What the fuck was she watching that was scary? <laughs> <laughs> they had on like they had on Halloween. Scary about it, other than like, what what's she watching? Like just like two John Cena ass dudes, just like. What? The, so our our friend who um knows about this said that Corbin Fisher is just like bros hanging out and having sex. So I guess I don't know what. Like what, real dudes like, what I, assume, I assume what she's yeah. talking about is like aggressive dominating sex like, I, mean, I don't know what honestly, else scary I means. think that you're being generous because I think a lot of like straight people and straight women like have uh some ideas about like what gay sex is like like especially mm-hmm. between two men where they think it is like painful and like scary and like hurts you and stuff um and like they they like project a lot of those ideas onto people which i think is i think it's like evident in the fan fiction that she writes that she's like a little bit scared of like what's happening so she goes on to say uh about the corbin fisher porn anyway suffice it to say i was really surprised to find this stuff was hot made me hot even even though i didn't have any of those parts to empathize empathize I'll get to that later. I'm putting a pin in that. Um, and suddenly, I really understood why guys dug two chicks. As a bi-female, <laughs> I had always understood why it got me hot. But why they enjoyed it was just a little baffling to me. But now, I got it. Because everything you love about the opposite sex times two, sign me up. She figured and out yet, how to be misogynist felt- to men. And then she said, and yet I felt odd. I feel so violated. And yet I felt odd because I didn't know most of these writers and readers were female. So a lot of of weird sexual politics in her own head here. Um, Are women valid? They're all bad sexual politics. First off, oh, terrible. Uh, This feels Protestant. Like, you don't have the parts to empathize with it feels yeah. Mormon. like you yeah, empathize no, this with is this penis. is definitely like a very baptist way of going about things <laughs> it's very gender oh, essentialist absolutely also. she's very a southern weird. baptist for sure um it's very like weirdly essentialist to say like you need the same parts to empathize with the two people having sex. yeah what a thing um, to say yeah weird um didn't understand think, why wait, men wait, wait. found two chicks having sex <laughs> chicks having sex uh being hot um when to me it's just like it's it's pretty clear from like most people who like are like lesbians or wlw or whatever um see most like commercial lesbian porn as like made for men like it's it's very obvious that like a lot of it is like 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 meant for for male consumption as like two objects um so it's just interesting that she's like I find like, commercial yeah, I lesbian now, porn really can... hot, but gay male porn is is commercial lesbian commercial she's male porn is scary. She's a straight white guy. Yeah, no, she's like I get it now because <laughs> it's sexy. Me. She's yeah. me. I see commercial lesbian porn and I'm like, fuck yeah! But you know what? I'm not doing <laughs> empathizing with a vagina. I I don't. It's not even. It's not even in the conversation. Well, but also and she's she... not really empath. I mean, they don't really empathize. I suppose she also didn't... they put they put vaginas in the ass. 
Yeah. Where they put a uterus in the ass. I guess it's not a vagina. But like it's she, like it seems they, like she has yeah. a lot of very weird ideas about like what what sex is to her. No, what but this it means, is what, what genitals are. All straight people were like in the in the Obama era, where they were yeah. like, "Oh, I like support them, but like I can't really understand any of that." Um, and this is the they can understand the dog yeah, bits, yeah. though. They can under, they this get is that. The, like, white women all want to fuck their German shepherds. Oh, <laughs> oh my <All> right. god! <laughs> white straight white women get on Instagram and post mm-hmm. the horniest shit about their dogs and horses. If a woman has a dog that weighs <laughs> more than hey. fifty pounds, who wants to fuck that dog? What? Oh, no, no, no. Because who is the person that says that the best place for the outside of a man is like inside of a horse? That's Ronald Reagan. That's yes. a man. So uh, wait, what? I have Ronald Reagan said the best thing for the, outs- the inside that- of a man yeah. or the, is the, the outside of, of a man. horse or something. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it was insane. <laughs> Yeah, crazy, crazy thing for him to say. So I just feel um, like yeah. So I mean, when I when, love to, when, to make fun of white women. When but... Miss Popova argues that like the community is like transformative, I guess like when you look at this person's bio or like this person answering this question about why she writes male male fan fiction, I guess it's it's transformative in the sense that this for some reason is the only way this woman can like think to explore the idea of like gay sex is by making it into this like body horror affair um (laughs) where like she just swaps all the parts around like a fucking op like like a game of operation and just puts them in all the wrong places yeah she's into gay sex when it's like not gay sex i I think it makes sense also that the like female stuff that is a part of this world now feels like very tacked on where it's like they've got like Mm -hmm. a retractable penis or whatever because like it originated as like weirdo gay porn um but yeah so this like this author says that the male characters in slash are effectively coded as female or sorry she presents an argument from someone else that says that male characters in slash are effectively coded as female and that certain tropes in slash eroticize the restrictions put on women's sexuality by patriarchal society you know what the only thing i can compare this to and this through my like exposure to freaks in my life (laughs) <laughs> is do you guys remember and i don't even know where that this originated remember shad man do you know who shad oh man God. is no. yeah. oh ho ho chandran yeah. and austin know apparently this shit fucked up individual fucked up in, yeah. like right up there with uh isn't he in jail yeah, he's right yeah, up there he got with arrested Chris Chan in like level of insanity all right but all he did was draw he's an an artist just drew just it was the it was opposite insane. of this. It was just it, chicks with dicks. Fucking men, mostly. It was... It's so... Well, I mean, that wasn't the disturbing well, part. Well, the disturbing but, part know. was that they were all also children. And then sometimes, I mean, yeah, and then sometimes was... Hillary Clinton. And what? a lot of Hillary yeah, Clinton. Yeah, there was also... Yeah, he, like, de-aged Hillary Clinton <laughs> and Drew His whole that. thing was just kind of vaguely de-aging people. Well, not even vague. Very, very precisely de-aging people. And then making them have a huge dick, and then just be fucking another character from your favorite TV show. You know, that's all I got in like comparison to Omegaverse. <laughs> yeah. I'm, yeah. Thank I'm, you for I'm, that, Greg. Just like introduced <laughs> to a new bad thing. But that's yeah. Okay. Yeah. Look up. Look up I, Shadman. Well, no. no don't no, do that. I don't want to. Don't do that. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah. But like, yeah. I mean, Miss Miss Popova. No, but, but, <laughs> 
Hold on. Okay. Yeah, yeah. We've got we've got two arguments here that she's presenting. One yeah. is that like the male characters in Slash were like in the Omegaverse Slash are like effectively coded as female. And then the other one um is that like the Oh wait, and so like it's a way to like, I don't know, um create like an equal dynamic like within fan fiction that you wouldn't like actually get to see or portray if you were writing about men and women and so it's like they're taking their desires for like what they would maybe want out of a female character and like projecting them onto two men instead the other one is that like the genre displays a new kind of like gender essentialism along with homophobic and heteronormative elements um, and says that there's like potential for transgender readings in ABO which I think is a very fun um take because like they could just write trans characters like it's not like a tv show where it's i don't know like beholden to like network stuff or whatever and they're like oh maybe networks this is an and teams and all kinds of like different like, people and levels like this is just, just you. written a trans character but they, but they didn't they didn't do that like, fanfic yeah, is, is also most of the time not really done by committee committee unless you're talking about like receiving a prompt the comment section yeah the whole yeah, or the comment section like ex like the structure, the social structure seems like it's trying to eliminate transgender, like anything. Yeah, because feels... it's 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 so like morphing and mutilating all of this human form. Well, also, yeah, like, I mean, it feels... the idea that there's like biologically rooted like mm -hmm. gender, yeah. like gender um, traits, traits like you... that are yeah, like that you are going to be biologically born as more nurturing or uninterested in doing that and then some people are just regular um <laughs> and and the only the i mean the, the the napkin thin argument for why like this is transformative is that anyone is is assigned like whether they're nurturing or whether they're aggressive not based on their gender but just like based on some kind of genetic coding so like a female could technically be aggressive and like an alpha um, but like it's so paper yeah, thin never, because you're still working within right, the dynamics of yeah. like it's of like an essentialist whole... viewpoint that yeah. like that like yeah. people have inherently genetically aggressive traits or nurturing traits as if we haven't already kind of established in a lot of different studies that this is like a socialized trait. Very okay. weird to say this so that this is somehow up. like breaking down walls and barriers. <laughs> Yeah, uh, <laughs> so I found the three most, or three of the most popular, like, ABO supernatural fanfics, and I just, like, wrote down a little bit about the power dynamics that are, like, in each of them. One is called Heat Between You and Me by <laughs> Miss LD, um, which is, like, acknowledged by the fandom as one of the early stories that established the genre and there's a society where there's alphas betas and omegas the alphas are the dominant and privileged group and then they're like equality movements leading to changes in legislation oh my God. and an improvement of the situation of omegas so like um one of the super omegaverse one of the supernatural yeah. characters Who would be is the... like fighting for his rights and the other one is like like a privileged alpha and like he doesn't understand like why the Omegas want to have rights in the first place. This is so fucked up. You know what? <laughs> fuck, fuck the listeners. Fuck all of you. What the fuck are we... Why does this exist? This is yet again another think... argument in favor of me becoming a Luddite and moving to a cabin in the fucking mountains. I think that this exists because patriarchy. I think, I think yeah. that's what it is. There's um, another one called To Lure Someone Bad 
by Misty Zio and Obstinatrix. Yeah, this um, one, this one was a collab. A, there's a society dominated by betas in which both alphas and <gasps> omegas are relatively rare. It becomes early on, though, that alphas are seen as domineering and omegas are submissive. And then I have a little quote from the passage of it that goes, some people are domineering type A personalities to go with their thick cocks. And some people, <laughs> some, some people, fuck? some people got an urge to submit and the ability to self lubricate. Uh, I don't know if we brought up that part. They the omegas yeah. Have, yeah, self, the slick, they have yeah. self lubricating the assholes. It's called slick. Uh, Jensen's done a solid job busting the stereotypes about omegas. And then the final one is called slick by Trifanstone. <laughs> Um, and the Omegas are so controlled that Jensen has to hide his true status as an Omega in order to work. There are indications that Omegas in the setting do not live independently and are owned by Alphas. The revelation of Jensen's status has dire consequences. Her, his career shafted, contracts void, fuck. He's going to lose the house without an Alpha. <laughs> so it's always, it's always <laughs> Jensen... Or it's, no, that's not true. I guess they switch. They switch back and forth with who gets to be an alpha and who gets to be Jandra, an omega. Jandra, you're making the same face as me right now. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm the slack draw, <laughs> dead-eyed, fucking... Yeah, um, I've been smiling, grinning you know, through this I whole thing. I have very, like, surface-level knowledge of people, people Living and life. their kinks on the internet. Mm -hmm. But I'm seeing this web now. Of this going into going into all kinds of other shit that I've like seen. Oh, and we're not by, even like, getting into it. We've, we've cut all the parts about like uh, like uh, official Omegaverse fiction, not fan fiction, but fiction and like the publishing drama because that's like, a whole oh. other thing. Yeah, um, well, because lots the, of the, lawsuits, lots the of Omegaverse like Omegaverse Bible. <laughs> that we're cutting all of that, but I mean. I don't want to smoke. I just want to smoke. I don't want to smoke. I just want to smoke. Speaking of like this part where it says like uh, like the, the Omega is owned, um, I think we have to get into like fully now um, that there's a really unavoidable like racist and transphobic element. Uh, we've already been kind of talking about it generally uh, with the idea of like personality traits being biologically rooted and like some people are just naturally meant to be owned. Yeah. Um, there's a second paper that I found, um, it is it is by da, 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 uh, Angie Fazekas. It's in a, I believe a, a publish, a publishing of like essays <laughs> called like Fandom of Co Fandom in Color, which is about like um, fandom and its like relationship to race. Um, and this paper is oh, specifically all of these called are white. Yeah, this is white. Oh, like this, this is, is like white nonsense. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Yeah, the, 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 the majority of people who write this kind of fanfic um, are are writing not just like that they that they might be us. It's hard to tell how many of these people are white statistically, uh, just based on the fact that a lot of these people are on anonymous accounts. But they're writing about white dudes. Like it's it, it's a common well, trope. Uh, it's, I mean, it's all about like fandom bullshit. And so all yeah. of those, these like things are like things that have white people in the lead. When yeah. they when they write about um, black people, is it in a very, very fucked up way? 
Yes, and, yeah, like, they, and they also no write about it. white people in a fucked up way in these situations. Um, it, yeah, but there's also goes like, on to talk no about way this. for it to be not fucked up with black people because it's yeah. like either they're the alpha and they're like biologically Basically, like mm-hmm. rooted to be aggro or they're the omega, they're like owned by the someone. The way that they so. avoid a lot of this like uh, problem with race is just by making everybody white, which it doesn't avoid the problem at all. Um, and this is this is brought up in, in Fazekas' paper, which is called Alpha, Beta, Omega, Racialized Narratives and Fandom's Investment in Whiteness. Um, she goes on to say like a one popular fanfic genre in, in transformative media fandom, Alpha, Beta, Omega fanfiction or the Omegaverse provides an evocative illustration of this tension and poignant example of the centrality of whiteness in fandom while the Omegaverse opens up the possibility of playing with gender and sexuality in new and interesting ways, would debate against that, but we'll put a pin in it. Um, the stories overwhelmingly focus on pairings between two white men, effectively foreclosing their progressive potential and recentering whiteness. Uh, further, okay, Omegaverse but... stories often exist in another popular fanfiction genre, slavery alternative universes, populating stories that explicitly but, draw. But, what's up? But, but Kendall, Kendall, like. Are you saying is this saying that like the, the problem would be improved if there was representation? Because I that's I'm that's say the I part that I was going to say. It is All here. Right. I have to stress. What is the benefit of being included we do in this not narrative? Need an Omega Disney princess. I think we're good. <laughs> yeah, I think we're good on that front. But I will say, like, I I do get her point of um, that. Like the idea of being owned, um, the idea of being bought and owned, is a common theme in this Omegaverse fan fiction. Um like and that that is a that is a concept that can't really be separated um from the idea of slavery especially in the sense that like most omegaverse fictions are written in english from a western perspective it is just it's really hard to imagine that these people are in any way divorced from the concept of like western uh the western history of slavery so um, when you have, she goes, like, Fazegas goes on to talk about a fic called Kind Alpha, um, which is an alternate universe where Supernatural's Castiel gets bought at, au- gets bought at an auction uh, by uh-huh. Alpha Dean Winchester. Oh my god. Uh, oh, a clear no. image that cannot be separated from chattel slavery, uh, proving once again that Supernatural is a deep evil, and we will feel it for the rest of eternity. Uh, this, the, we'll I, I, will, I will read some of this fan fiction. Um, oh, no. Castiel had pretty much been owned his whole life. Omegas were not treated well. So when Castiel comes home with the alpha who bought him, he wasn't pleased. Nobody wanted Castiel's spitfire attitude or his ability to fight back so well, except Dean. Dean was one of the few who saw Omegas were something to be protected. Dean wanted somebody mm. to want him to be with him. Um wanted somebody to want to be with him somebody who questioned him and had his own opinion in his eyes castiel was perfect now dean just needed to earn the omega's trust and fazegas basically goes on to argue that like slavery au au's alternate universes uh do something similar in removing the ominous presence of whiteness by flattening it whiteness is the oppressor and whiteness is the oppressed these are two white guys and so like the idea of race doesn't come into it what comes into it is the idea of alpha and omega so it's like it's like a it's like a race allegory with any ra- with no race involved. Um, so like it's like Zootopia. They're, yeah, so they're able to explore these like really taboo subjects in a way that is like so deeply divorced from the uh, the image itself. 
but it's that they can like feel the need to like look at it like and they feel like they've like eliminated all responsibility to look at it from like a real mm-hmm. and critical perspective of like chattel slavery but it's which is what... not intentionally like drawing any parallels to like chattel slavery and they're just like oh, this would be like a fun dynamic to like put yeah. in my porn like they did think it would be a, yeah it would be a fun <laughs> dynamic but they also category. i remember it, now it, oh, it, but, but like going going like you know still being a little tough on them like it's oh like, i'm you being can't... tough i'm just saying i yeah. don't think that there's like an intent to like do anything serious at all oh, they're just like oh no. i think like slavery What's the would be, average like, a fun age of these yeah that's that's the thing is that they think that this will, this is a really easy yeah, way for old. them to explore the concept of like owning another human being without any like socio-political things being involved because they've eliminated all like do identifiers of that that someone would write fanfic about the gorilla radio show host no, kidnapping no. um so, like austin well maybe yeah, not austin. Good, slavery, austin. i think that they're supposed to, to kidnap like the writer right and and yeah that's what they're not like completely we'd be force feeding them chip yeah. chat I, okay, wait who are we capturing like the, the, writer, the author yeah the self-insert yeah, yeah. where are they Oh, I was like, we're the authors. <laughs> I know for a fucking fact there has to be fanfic out there already of me doing something to Austin. Do you? In someone's mind, maybe, but I don't, I, hopefully not. I hope the muse has not yeah. visited them. Writing yeah. contests. The people write that. Writing I hope contests. nobody has written that yet. I hope nobody it. ever writes it. I mean, um, do you think in the in the Gorilla Radio Show boys kidnap you? Uh, fic. Like every morning, one of us visits them and like it, it shows off the dynamic. Yeah. So the first morning well, is like Greg and him. It's not. It's not a It's like a visual novel introduction. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the idea of like, like the, the One Direction ones where they. Yeah, I was gonna say like the idea of like slavery alternate universe or like ownership, like owning a person kind of alternate universes that... in fan fiction yeah. is not like yeah. entirely like just. Uh, put inside of like Omegaverse like there's plenty like that this is like a, a thing that is explored all the time in fan fiction Wonder- my stepmom sold me to One Direction you know like that kind of shit uh-huh. yeah I was actually gonna like ask how big the overlap was with like the oh, it's, it's a, it's mom a, selling you to Justin it, it's Bieber a large One trope. Direction and I mean whatever. it's been a large trope since the days of like romance fiction generally I mean there's there's a large genre you could say in like the of um what they called bodice rippers um and those are romance fictions that are specifically like some of them regency i would say like originate in this idea of like the lily white woman goes to the jungle and meets like an indigenous like dark-skinned man who um takes her and like whisks her away and you know ravages her and like that i think is like almost kind of like the origin point of like this kind of fiction in some ways um, Isn't that like the plot of Tarzan? Yeah. Yeah. Wait, but he but he's white, Tarzan, so it's... he could he's he's kidnapped by the. But he yeah he's by also the, by kidnapped the by the monkeys. Does he kidnap Jane? I have not seen that. Uh, not really. Time. Uh, not, not in really, the Disney no. version. No, they like at least. study Tarzan. Yeah. I think yeah. that shows then... that's supposed to show the the weak moral character of Elizabethan women. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So, and and so tar- well Tarzan is the so Tarzan is the corrupted white figure entrapped yeah. in the jungle of Africa and yeah, well, this I, is what a white man becomes Generally when... like what I'm saying is like that 
exploring the concept of owning another human being is not like new. Um, <laughs> it's been like is it's been a like in in fan fiction in general. It is not like a new concept. Um, but like this Omegaverse kind of points to like more of a heightening of that. And now that like you're genetically predisposed to being owned, um, you which know, is it's weird. bad enough. It's bad enough that all this exists, but then like it is worse that the people involved in it are like it's woke. Um, yeah. <laughs> it's like, actually this, super progressive. This so. academic writer is trying to justify it, and like God, if I were if I were in academia, and like this is what I was doing with my time, just like trying to make it seem like my my terrible hobbies are important instead of like hiding them with shame. Um, where she's she's saying like the sexual script for the alpha male maps onto the western male script where the omega male script like like you said like exhibits significant similarities to the western female sexual script but the differences are important but what are those differences instead of penile vaginal intercourse which is seen as the default sex act in the western heterosexual script in the omegaverse the default is anal penetration with the omega as the receptive partner nodding the swelling of the alpha's dog-like penis to keep it anchored in the omega's <laughs> anus for up to an hour. An hour is also up to an hour. Importance and many interpretations of the omegaverse has connotations of bonding or ownership, where in the Western heterosexual script, men are seen as the initiators of sex and women as passive gatekeepers. The omega's mating cycle or heat in ABO fiction complicates See, roles. Omegas this is what I mean. are often seen as the initiators of sex. Although in a yep. parallel with the Western male script, alpha males are often un, uh, represented as unable to control themselves around like, a negative. Again, so see, it's better. It's better because no one can control themselves. Popova is like failing to uh, is like address the idea that like owning another human being, period, might be wrong. They simply like, forgot. <laughs> It's woke if it's subversive, right? Cause like, you know, it's bad for a man to own a woman. Yeah, but it's cool but it for a woman to own a man. Might be interesting. Yeah. That's if why a we're a man owns another man and that man has a uterus in his ass. Yeah. And yeah, that and man they... fucks his wife. <laughs> you know That's those... the natural fucking They of course like have to be yeah. uh white. As like Fizega says, like there there's the, the, the trope that is, is commonly like seen as a pejorative by like um people in the in in fandom who are uh people of color they, they call it like the two white guys trope which is just the idea that like fandom's tendency to like claim gender and sexuality and sexuality progressiveness while continuing to center whiteness because i mean granted part of that like you said before is like not is not entirely their fault in the sense that like most of the media that is getting uh, that is popular enough to have fan fiction written about is about white people um, but it's almost always about like two white dudes, and even when there are prominent characters of color, uh, they, they, like they just focus on the two white dudes. It's like a common, like inside joke within like fandom writing spaces that like no matter what, they're gonna find the two white guys to um, make him bone. So what I'm um, hearing is that guerrilla radio show fan fiction is going to involve Austin and Greg. 
Yeah. yeah, Shandrin's going to be left out. Yeah, you're I feel like that was yeah. already like a yeah. given. Shandrin will be on the sidelines just... <laughs> <laughs> My God. It'll oh, be from no. the POV. It'll be from your POV. You're watching us. This character? Yeah, you're watching us. <laughs> I don't even get to be like a character. I'm just the fucking no. like perspective for the yeah, reader. You know, you're just a perspective and they never, they never say you're not white. Yeah. <laughs> it's just a given. They're going to you... change your name to Chuck. <laughs> And you're just gonna be in the corner. <laughs> if you go on our little Google Doc, there's like the Omegaverse relationship categories because you were asking like how many of them are male, male, and so you can see it's it's like basically most of them. It's yeah. like ninety percent. Like, why um, would you even bother making like male, female, Omegaverse yeah. stuff? Well, and what I think is like <laughs> I think evidence that basically the omegas are probably just supposed to be like women but they made them be men because they like these shows um that have white men in them is that like and you know all the you can't like, deny the uh, allure of a submissive yeah <laughs> a breedable man a breedable man that's a that's... <laughs> austin you're looking mighty submissive and breedable today buddy <laughs> No, I, I don't They don't agree even need that. to write dialogue. <laughs> they can just pull shit that I've said to Austin on the podcast. <laughs> you could, they could do an audio fan fiction. We could just stitch well, together clips from our episodes. Greg Basically, clips. all of the male female ones that are written are like all like alpha male omega women. There's very, very little like. Yeah, that's just patriarchy. Of, yeah, the, so, of what Papa would call like transformative fiction of, of yeah. women dominating men. Um, it is, which is just, it like, is a lot of just, like, another... dubious consent situations. And then, like, I don't know what gen is, because, like, multi is the next popular category, which is, like, more than two people in one pairing. Gen is the one that comes after that, and then it's only after that that it's it's female-female. So, like, people really don't want to see an alpha female and, and an omega female. It's not interesting. No, they, they want no lesbian porn. They hate to see an alpha female winning. Yeah. They hate to see it. Hate, and then the other category, which I assume is just like unlabeled. <laughs> like I don't really know what other would be other than like it just wasn't properly categorized. They don't have um, them though. I looked for them. They don't have non-binaries in the in the Omegaverse. Yeah, but none. Yeah, it's too. It's too strict. Uh, uh, what, a, a what's universe. weird is that they they like have to like that all. They, I mean, the idea of Omegaverse, the concept of it, is that like all sex is aggressive. That it is all like a fight for domination. Um, and so, like, I, I don't really know, I fail to see how, like, um, unless you are, like, actively critiquing that within your weird sex fanfiction, of, like, the idea of, like, aggression, like, needing to be, uh, necessary, genetically, scientifically necessary for sex at all, um, I don't really see how this can be, like, transformative, of like gender politics because in the end you're just switching it around to just be like two guys hog wrestling and a man or a man <laughs> hog wrestling a woman like <laughs> either way it's just a, it's about like dominance and aggression um being like people are genetically predisposed to that um just like how weird Irish americans are like genetically predisposed to be cops mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah <laughs> can i um ask about something that is like insane that i don't think we've mentioned yet yeah. um shoot um i'm gonna ignore greg um that uh the guy the the third guy they added to supernatural mm -hmm. castiel yeah. um 
like a week ago on Twitter, he like pretended to come out as bisexual <laughs> yeah. and then made a big like tweet thread and Once said, again. I was just kidding. I am a straight I man. He, he accidentally came out as bisexual, which is maybe even better. Oh, I hate like, when that happens. Than pretending to. Yeah, he just kind of said, said like, some. He just said, he said shit. Like, there's three, th like I'm three things, and like one of them was like bisexual, and then all of his he would no, I out. I know the exact thing. It said how oh, many people yeah. are introverts, how many people I think are extroverts, and how many people are like bisexual, and they just got the crowd to like do the cheer vote thing, and then he said, and then afterwards he's like, I'm all three, and then like moved on, and like nobody really said anything, but I do remember <laughs> hearing in the audio clip like a couple people going like, huh. What? Is that? <laughs> did, did he just... Did he just come out? Okay. And then, like, for a couple hours in the 24-hour news cycle, every single Supernatural fan just, like, cracked every bone in their fingers and started, like, fucking furiously typing more and more Omegaverse fanfiction. I... And then suddenly he came out with a, with a Twitter thread saying, I'm so sorry. I'm straight. <laughs> I'm, I'm so, so fucking sorry. sorry. I'm I just fucked up. He's such a fucking weird dude. He's a weird He's guy. Just a weird guy who has way too much influence and because of fucking because a of bunch this of... this fifteen or seventeen season show with no Emmys that is now no produced Emmys. some of the worst <laughs> the worst fan fiction has to offer, which is now turned into real fiction, like published fiction. You hate to see it. <laughs> I don't want to smoke. I just want to smoke. I don't want to smoke. I just want to smoke. We yeah. do have a thesis written by our friend who uh, I guess is like Dr. Dr. Stuart Little, PhD. But I think that we should put that under um, the Patreon because this has mm -hmm. been a really long episode, which is yeah. yes, it has. We love, we love doing that. Um, I don't feel like I learned anything. I feel like this was just bad. I like what I learned is that uh, women have a lot of fucked valid. up sexual politics, especially if they write fan fiction. Yeah, women are not um, valid. And even when they cite Dworkin, they cite her wrong. And so our Dworkin reading uh, is going to be very necessary. Another um, L for the ladies. It is another yeah. L for the ladies. I think there's a new hole in my brain. Yeah. <laughs> New holes are what um, the Omegaverse is all about. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's in the, sp it's in the spirit. Uh, Austin, let me not in your brain. <laughs> oh my god, what no. Why would you say that? Why wouldn't I? I think we're, we're going to come up with chimp first. I think there's going to be a chimp first now. A chimp yeah, first, I don't yeah. Think, I don't oh, think I Omegaverse fits you guys. I think you yes. need, you need something different. Which primates, um, do you, which, which primates are alphas? You know, oh yeah, chimps absolutely. It's gotta be chimps, just like sheer aggression, like violent potential factor. They're so close to um, being people; it's honestly fucking unreal. <laughs> are are baboons uh, uh, or bonobos rather uh, uh, betas because they're just hanging be out? The omegas. No, bonobos are sex freaks. They're having all kinds yeah, of sex omegas. all the time. Yeah, they're omegas. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, Bonobos are running bottom bitch to chimpanzees. They're getting bitch bashed. Bitch bashed. <laughs> In more ways than one. Someone should recast Supernatural with primates. With primates? Mm -hmm. Uh-huh. Oh, okay. I have the supernatural knowledge. Austin has the chimp knowledge. We'll, put, we'll, we'll get that right quick. 
Chimp natural. Yeah, and it's like the first episode, they all, like, tear the producer's fingers off and, like, beat them to death, and then that's where it ends. Well, um, on, on that note, yeah. um, I do actually have to go. I have a all bunch right. of stuff I gotta get done today. So, um, it was we'll so just do the quick sign-off here. Plug your social media yeah. and your podcast, and then we should, we should get out of here. Yeah, guys, I'm sure they're gonna plug Gorilla Radio Show at the end, but please tune in to Gorilla Radio Show, and also, you know... Be my pay pig too. You know we got we got a one dollar tier. You can give me a dollar. Um, you can see us. I'll yeah, you can it. see us on Twitter at uh, whatever it is, gorilla underscore underscore radio. Um, my Twitter is g underscore mateo two. Hit me up. I'm not funny. Um, it's been it's been wonderful. Yeah, thank you guys so much for having us on. So thanks for coming, everybody. Thanks for uh, the Gorilla Radio Show boys for showing up for this um, and learning so much about uh, fictional, fictional biology. Um, Good fans. <laughs> uh, make sure uh, PayPigs to go uh, check out Gorilla Radio Show. Um, obviously, uh, check out our Patreon. Um, this is this whole episode was. Um, as, as we said at the beginning, uh, bought by a patron. Um, so if you uh, would like to suggest us good things to make uh, episodes about, um, please uh, feel free to subscribe to the $15 tier. Yeah. Um, and uh, what else? Uh, check out our Twitter. It's Big Soy Naturals. We're Big Soy Naturals on Instagram. We're Big Soy Naturals everywhere. Um, do you guys want to plug your Twitters? Do you guys want to plug anything yeah. else? I, I'm Chandran. It's been great, y'all. Thank you for having us. You can find me on Twitter at Moon's Gift. Um, and Greg mentioned our Patreon. We have the $1 tier. We have a $10 tier now, a blackmail tier, where you can find videos of us drunk off our asses, high off our asses, doing karaoke and whatnot. Um, it's great. So check that out if you're a fan of us already. And uh, I'm Austin. I'm at Piss Vortex on Twitter. And yeah, please listen to the monkey podcast. You gotta listen to the monkey <laughs> podcast. Okay, um I'm begging you. <laughs> bye. Bye. Bye bye. Alright, bye. <laughs> I don't want smoke, I just want to smoke. Cock is one of my favorite tastes. I don't want smoke, I just want to smoke. When I hit the pipe, I'm like Walter White. Not only that, I feel like the balls smell amazing. Yeah, I like green because it makes me lean. And I smoke high because I'm blowing clouds. When I hit high, then it's time to smoke. They are dangerous people. Like, I cannot get it far enough down my throat to be satisfied. I don't want smoke. I'm only satisfied when I feel those intense, powerful, salty, hot pumps of cum down my throat. I just want to smoke. This is a certified Big Soy Naturals classic.